This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, June 20th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. NAFTA ag leaders spend quality time in Georgia. Nomination for new top ag post at USTR sent to Senate. And Mexico approved sale of E10. The atmosphere for NAFTA negotiations is looking sunnier as three of the major players in upcoming talks spend time together this week in Savannah, Georgia. USDA chief and former Georgia Governor Sonny Perdue spent the day yesterday touring Savannah with his Mexican counterpart, Jose Calzada Riverosa, and then the two dined last night with Connecticut Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley. The wives of all three officials are in Savannah, and Purdue tweeted the meal was, quote, a real Georgia dinner. Speaking of the meeting, a USDA spokesman told AgriPulse these two days are all about building relationships with key trading partners. Today, the top three agriculture officials will tour Savannah's port and nearby farms. Although there won't likely be any official negotiations on NAFTA, the meetings and events shared by Purdue, Macaulay, and Calzada are important according to the American Farm Bureau Federation. It's encouraging that Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue is meeting this week with his counterparts from our neighboring nations to build a deeper level of understanding, Farm Bureau President Zippy Duvall said yesterday. He said this is particularly important as our nations begin to discuss a review of the trade agreement linking our farmers and ranchers. NAFTA has created vast opportunities for agricultural trade for America's farmers and ranchers with Canada and with Mexico, and we encourage Secretary Purdue to use the meeting to identify areas to further improve agriculture trade with our neighbors. Nominations for new top ag post at USTR sent to Senate. The ball is rolling fast on President Donald Trump's nomination of Greg Dowd to be the next chief agriculture negotiator for the office of the U.S. Trade Representative. The nomination, which was announced by the White House late Friday and carries with it the title of ambassador, was sent Monday to the Senate, which will have to approve Dowd. A former aide for the Senate Agriculture Committee and chief economist for the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. Committee Chairman Pat Roberts issued a statement of praise for Dowd on Friday and farm groups, including NCBA, followed suit yesterday. Colin Woodall, NCBA Senior Vice President of Government Affairs, said the U.S. Senate should confirm his nomination as soon as possible. Greg was NCBA's chief economist for eight years, and he understands, as well as anybody, the importance of exports for our industry. As important trade negotiations take place over NAFTA and hopefully a bilateral agreement with Japan, we look forward to working with Greg and his team to ensure that the voice of American beef producers is heard loud and clear. Mexico approves sale of E10. U.S. ethanol and export groups are cheering a decision from the Mexican Energy Regulatory Commission, CRE, to allow the sale of a 10% ethanol blend in the country. CRE will increase the maximum amount of ethanol blended in Mexican gasoline up to 10%, a boost from the current 5.8% cap. The decision takes effect in all of Mexico with the exception of its three most populous cities, Mexico City, Guadalajara, and Monterey. 
Leaders of interested U.S. trade associations all praised the news in a joint statement. U.S. Grains Council President and CEO Tom Slate said the move was the culmination of significant work by Mexican authorities and industry as they continue to diversify and improve their fuel supplies. Growth Energy CEO Emily Score said this will allow Mexican consumers to see how embracing ethanol will reduce harmful emissions, help contribute to a cleaner environment, and will create a stronger rural sector. Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Bob Deneen says he hopes the Mexican Institute of Petroleum will quickly complete a study on the fuel and are confident the study will affirm the air quality benefits of the use of E10 in the country's most populous cities, thereby allowing it to be used in all regions of the country. E10 is the most popular form of gasoline in the United States, accounting for more than 95% of the fuel consumed in vehicles with gasoline engines, according to the Energy Information Administration. New plan unveiled to save honeybees. It's Pollinator Week, and a new analysis released by the Council for Agriculture, Science, and Technology says a multi-pronged approach is needed to stem declines in commercial and native honeybees. Conservation programs encouraging the planting of more flowering plants should be made more attractive, according to University of Minnesota entomologist Maria Spivak at a series of events in Washington, D.C. yesterday. She also addressed ways to address threats from pesticide drift and from pathogens like the varroa mite. Spivak was optimistic about finding solutions to the myriad of problems facing bees and other native pollinators, saying that people have become much, much more aware of the dangers facing pollinators in recent years. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, June 20th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nelly.